Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. One of the most interesting questions that you frequently get both on the radio and at parties, and I've gotten it quite often, is if you could have dinner with anybody, who would it be? And what I always try to do when I craft these fantasy dinners is pick people who are well-known from different things, who have different areas of specialization. So a typical answer to a dinner like this, particularly if you're talking about people that are currently living, is you might pick someone that is one of the best known politicians politicians in the history of New York City, certainly from the 1960s to the 1990s. You might pick someone that's maybe the best regarded uh, criminal defense attorney and appellate attorney in America today. And you might pick someone that's generally regarded as one of the greatest living filmmakers. Imagine what would happen if you put them all at a dinner together. Well, we don't have to imagine because that is precisely what happened recently. And one of those people saved the other from choking to death. Here to tell us about that and a whole bunch of other things is Andrew Stein, the former president of the New York City Council, former Manhattan Borough president, a former state assemblyman and the one time head of Democrats for Trump. Andy, it's great to talk with you again. Thanks for joining me. My pleasure, Frank. My pleasure. Now, I don't know where to begin. This is such an interesting story. And when uh, John Katzmatidis and Rita Cosby were telling it on the radio recently, initially I thought they were making a joke, but apparently it's all too real. Before we get to what happened at your recent dinner, do you have dinner with Alan Dershowitz and Woody Allen often, or was this a kind of a one-time thing? No, no, we're reasonably often. You know, I, I do dinners like... Uh once a month uh, with different people and uh, 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 your, your bo- uh, boss and uh, one of the great New Yorkers, John Casamitidis, has come sometimes. So uh, I like to get interesting uh, uh, people together and, uh, you know, it's fun. Now, I'll, I'll say. All right. So what happened at this particular dinner? Did it happen over the weekend or was it uh, was it last week? It was last week, and uh, uh, I, I uh, because I've had heart problems before, I never uh, had a quadruple bypass in December of 2015, so I tend to eat meat and fish. I mean, not meat and fish, excuse me, uh, fish and chicken, but I decided I'll be a little wild and I'll go for the real chop, so I did. <laughs> And I took a, a, a huge bite, and uh, when I uh, and it got stuck in my throat, and literally I, I I was gasping, I couldn't breathe for like three minutes, and everybody panicked, 
and I think uh, the whole restaurant was watching. Well, Woody Allen sprung into action and uh, did the Heinrich 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 uh, Heinrich uh, uh, you know maneuver on me and uh, probably saved my life. You know. Wow. So uh, he really moved quickly and. Uh, you know, my throat is real. I went to the doctor today. My throat is uh, very red and sore. And the doctor said it probably will be for a month or two. Wow. Uh, but no I mean, more veal chops. <laughs> I mean, that's scary. I don't mean to laugh. Uh, but how long did this whole situation last from the time that you began to realize there was something wrong to the time that this the meat was expelled from your throat? Oh, you know, probably uh, five, six minutes. Wow! I mean, that's got to be six minutes. That feels like uh, it, like an yeah, eternity. No, it was. It was. Uh, it was very. It, it was very rough, actually, because it doesn't sound like such a big. But I literally, uh, you know, couldn't breathe and I was choking. But uh, you know, so many people have so many terrible things happen to them, and I'll be. I'll be fine. So. That's great. Uh, and now I know the New York Post had reported that it was uh, that it was pork that you were that you were eating. Uh, and I'm glad that we got to talk to you and get the record straight that it was veal. But I think both not as a Gentile, I'm not up on this stuff, but I think both pork and veal are not kosher. And I, while no one will mistake you for a rabbi, uh, I think uh, you are Jewish. There are going to be some people that say this is some sort of Jewish karma for not eating kosher. Do you lend any credence to that theory, Andy? No, no. Um, uh, it was a veal chop. And, uh, and uh, no, I'm, I'm a, you know, not religious, but I'm uh very big supporter of Israel, and uh, uh, I wrote a piece in the uh, New York Post uh, a while, you know, about a week or two ago with uh, Alan Dershowitz about uh, the disturbing trend with uh, Jews, particularly Democrat, the Democratic Jews, uh, and I said that uh, uh, it is a strong trend amongst Democrats uh, not to support Israel, you get uh, uh, AOC and the squad, and uh, it's a disturbing trend. And uh, you get more support amongst the Republicans, mm. uh, uh, much more uh, support amongst the Republicans nationally than you do Democrats. And it's a worrisome trend. Yeah, I do want to ask you about that because I read that op-ed. I thought it was very fascinating, especially how you indicated you planned to vote in future federal elections. But just to close the loop on this uh, fascinating episode with uh, with Woody Allen, I didn't realize until the Post wrote about it that Woody Allen has done this before. He's done the Heimlich maneuver and saved other dining companions, including uh, the former producer of Saturday Night Live, Gene Demanian, about 30 years ago. Did Woody indicate to you how often he does this sort of thing? Is it just those two times or is this something that he he does uh, in upper Manhattan regularly, just cruising no, restaurants? No. And I, th I think it was uh, uh, <laughs> that time and, and years ago with uh, 
his uh, former uh, associate. And uh, I could easily see this making its way into the uh, the plot of a future Woody Allen movie. Who would you want to play the Andrew Stein character if this does make it into a movie? Uh, Harrison Ford. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go wrong with that one. He's someone that I know and, and respect a lot. And uh, uh, he's a great guy. He's a couple of years older than me, you know, I'm, I'm 78, but uh, he's a great guy. Yeah, you're too young to be president these days, that's for sure. Um, if you had to pick, I know it's an unfair question because there's so many to choose from, but if you had to pick, um, what is your all-time favorite Woody Allen picture? Uh, my all-time favorite probably is Annie Hall. Yeah, that's uh, that's a classic. That's for sure. You know, so many great ones that he's done, uh, you know, over the years. He's, you know, brilliant, brilliant director and has contributed so much to the film industry. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act... That sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Yeah, that, that's for sure. And it's still making great movies uh, to this day. It's a, a shame to see that uh, he may have a tough time with distribution from time to time because of uh, some of the, you know, the modern day cancel culture or whatever you call it. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, as far as his talent goes, is uh, there's nobody better. I, I know Woody's politics tend to be left of center. And Alan Dershowitz, your other dining companion at that uh, at that restaurant, has talked about how a lot of Democrats give him a hard time because even though he didn't vote for President Trump, he did represent him in the impeachment trial and he's made constitutional defenses of Trump, both in the media and in the courtroom. Does Woody ever give you or Alan Dershowitz a hard time for your advocacy for Trump? No, I mean, you know, so many of my friends uh, are... (laughs) to the left of me, you know, that uh, we understand that and uh, we enjoyed the friendship. But, uh, you know, Dershowitz and I are both, uh, you know, further further to the right. You know, the Democratic Party uh, now uh, is not the Democratic Party. I grew up idolizing JFK. And RFK, uh, uh, Bobby, who I knew, uh, but even uh, even as recently as uh, Bill Clinton, uh, the Democratic Party since then has, uh, as far as I'm concerned, gone just too far to the left and too woke, and uh, I can't relate to it any- anymore. Although I am still a registered Democrat. 
It's um, it's so great, though, that even though you have friends with whom you disagree on politics, and I'm sure sometimes very passionately, it's so great that you continue to socialize them. One of the things that turns me off about society these days is, and I have this discussion with a lot of callers from time to time, is they tend to only want to socialize with people that they're on the same page with politically or culturally. And I think that really leads to uh, an incredible ignorance of what other people think about different issues. So I hope uh, a lot of listeners will follow your lead on that. If people are just tuning in, we're talking with former president of the New York City Council, Andrew Stein. In the last two elections, he was the head of Democrats for Trump. Uh, Andy, are you all in for Trump in 2024? Yes, I am. Uh, I support him. I think if you look at his uh, record as president and compare with uh, uh, old Joe Biden, uh, you know, if you look at the border, which is a huge issue uh, for me, and uh, it's really, really hurting New York. There have been estimates saying we're going to spend a billion dollars in New York that we don't have on uh, uh, migrants. And then if uh, uh, you look at uh, inflation under Trump, uh, how much better it was, gas prices. And, uh, you know, so I think uh, he's been tested and, uh, you know, he's uh, really done, proved himself as president on the substance and made people's lives better. Uh, I think he should stop talking about uh uh, the t- 20 election, because people want to know about the future, you know, what he's going to do in the future and his programs. But he did show in his first term as president that uh, on the issues I just mentioned, that uh, he knows what he's doing. He cut taxes for people. Uh, so I think he has a good record that he's accumulated and uh, as president, and the proof, as they say, is in the pudding. And, uh, you know, I think he'd do a great job as president again. I think you can point to a whole bunch of other areas in terms of job performance that he did exceedingly well. Some people would point to Operation Warp Speed and the development of the vaccines. Other people would uh, point to uh, the obliteration of ISIS. Other people would point to the Abraham Accords and uh, peace in the Middle East. But even a lot of Democrats or even a lot of Republicans, for, for that matter, that would acknowledge Trump's accomplishments as president, including some of the ones that we just mentioned, They do have some concerns about, say, maybe his handling of the classified documents, which apparently the Justice Department is looking at, or concerns regarding how he handled the January 6th situation, and even maybe uh, concerns about his role in the aftermath of the election with the Georgia probe. As someone that uh, is clearly capable of being critical of him, but as someone that was supportive of him, do you think your fellow kind of centrist Democrats are right to have some of those concerns about President Trump? Look, uh, Donald certainly uh, is uh, not perfect. Uh, I think uh, a lot of these uh, uh, issues that he's had uh, are, uh, you know, made up uh, against him. 
from the moment he started, uh, they were, you know, they were after him. And there's a Trump derangement system. I think he's made some mistakes. And I think he faces a formidable uh, challenge with DeSantis, who does have a good record uh, in, in Florida. But, uh, you know, his record as president uh, is speak, is speaks for itself. You uh, won multiple Democratic primaries in Manhattan, a county that is very blue. You beat David Dinkins twice for Manhattan Borough President. You won Manhattan overwhelmingly when you ran for state assembly, when you ran for New York City Council President. Those same voters uh, that voted for you three decades ago, they also uh, nominated and voted for Alvin Bragg to be the Manhattan DA a couple of years ago. Uh, Bragg is making a lot of new of late, not necessarily for prosecuting violent crime, but for this Trump case. Yesterday, it was announced that the Bragg prosecution of Donald Trump is going to take place in March. A lot of legal analysts, including our friend Alan Dershowitz, have said of all the legal issues that Trump is facing, that this Bragg prosecution is very likely the weakest. What do you think of this Bragg prosecution? Do you think that this is sort of uh, more about politics than uh, the criminal justice system? Well, you know, Bragg ran uh, his campaign on a uh, saying that he was going to indict Donald. So, you know, you got to take him at his word. And, uh, you know, he's a left-wing Democrat. And that's, uh, you know, he made himself... uh, very clear uh, that uh, what he was going to do. But, you know, it's a completely different constituency. Mm. Uh, And uh, when I ran and and beat Dinkins in 70, was it 77 and 81? Uh, But, you know, I, I had done the nursing home investigation in 73 and 74 for Governor Rockefeller. So I had a, a very strong uh, constituency of senior citizens uh, at that time. And, uh, uh, you know, but uh, as we just said, it's a really different world uh, mm. uh, then than now. But, you know, pal, my my voice is getting tired. I'll, I'll let you go. That, that issue. But I'll let you go. Thank you so much for having me. I really uh, appreciate it, and it was very thoughtful and and nice. Thank you so much. uh, I'm glad you're doing well and uh, wishing you the best. Continued good health. Next time we speak, I want to get your take on uh, the uh, Andrew Cuomo nursing home scandal and uh, your recent Wall Street Journal op-ed with Doug Schoen on Michelle Obama, which was really interesting. And even more so, I want to see how I can get one of those dinner invitations to the next time you and Alan Dershowitz are having uh, dinner with Woody Allen. Andrew Stein, thank Thank you so much. Thank you so much. If you want to comment on any portion of our uh, conversation, you're welcome to give me a call. 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. 